0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Simply Ayurveda. I am your Ayurvedic coach, Julia, and today I wanna keep things a little short and sweet and talk about air travel. Now, you're probably wondering, Jules, what the heck does air travel and hopping on a flight have to do with Ayurveda? And my answer, a whole lot. I am personally in the process of planning some trips for the rest of the year, I have kind of become like this digital nomad. And so I'm constantly hopping between places. And one thing for me, and I'm sure for many of you, is that traveling really messes some things up. I'm talking about jet lag, bloating, gas, irregular bowel movements, weird appetite changes, dry skin, dry nails, maybe some anxiety, dizziness, or spaciness. And this is where Ayurveda comes in. Because when we travel, all of these symptoms that I just listed off are all thanks to an out-of-balance vata dosha. So let me explain. When we travel, specifically by plane, our vata dosha gets significantly increased. And we can make sense of this because vata is a combination of the air and space elements and vata is the energy of movement. And so when we travel by plane, We are quite literally moving at a rapid speed through air and space. When we travel, and even the moments leading up to traveling, we experience a plethora of emotions. We have feelings of excitement, feelings of stress. We want to make sure that everything gets done in time. We want to make sure we're not forgetting anything. Maybe you experience feelings of nervousness about getting to the airport on time, some travel anxiety. Maybe you're worried about making your flight, not missing a connecting flight. And then we have the chaos of just being in an airport in general. Then you get to your destination and all you want to do is immerse yourself. So there is just so much movement happening in such a short period of time on a physical, mental, and emotional plane. So here, cue up your vata dosha absolutely spiking. Since a lot of these feelings and emotions are just part of the process and are inevitable when it comes to traveling, and because we're on vacation for a good time, not a very long time, I'm going to give you five tips to help minimize these symptoms so that you can combat some of these imbalances and maintain a level of harmony within your system on your vacation. Tip number one, prioritize rest before your trip. I know this one might sound like a no-brainer, but so often on my client calls when we're working on routine, they tell me like, "Hey, I got a trip coming up and I cannot make it to bed on time because I'm so busy organizing my life, I'm packing, you know, I I'm, I'm not getting adequate sleep." And we also tend to think that we'll catch up on sleep on the plane, especially if it's a long flight. And even if you are flying first class from the US to Australia, Your sleep quality will never be as good as it is in your own bed. So my first tip to managing vata dosha happens before you head to the airport. Prioritize your sleep and sleep according to your schedule. I don't care how busy you are, you have to find a way to prioritize your sleep. Your sleep is the most important part of your day. It's when your body rejuvenates. It's when your mind digests everything that it took in that day. And if you fully want to enjoy yourself on this vacation, which is the point of a vacation, like so often you'll hear people say, I need a vacation from the vacation. <laughs> so we, that's not the point. We need to prioritize our rest. And if you are traveling somewhere with a major time difference, you can even use the week before your trip to start adjusting your body to the new change. So you can try sleeping 20 to 30 minutes to even an hour earlier than when you normally sleep. And by doing this, this will help your body adjust to the new time zone a little easier and help minimize some of the jet lag. Tip number two, maintain a proper nutritious diet before and during transit. Before we leave for a trip, we are usually emptying out our fridge we're eating day old leftovers or ordering takeout. Stop doing this. Do a small grocery trip to last you until your final days at home. And then you know what you can do with the leftovers? Cook it up, pack it up, and take it with you to the airport. This is especially helpful if you have a really long flight. So if you have a long flight where you will be served one or two meals of airplane food, This will save your energy levels, it will save your stomach, and it will save your gut. Skipping out on airplane food will actually be your saving grace, especially if you suffer from IBS, gas, bloating, stomach pains, all of these symptoms that can come when we travel. And I'm going to tell you why. Because airplane food is mass-produced and then it's frozen. And it's frozen for who knows how long. And Ayurveda teaches that when food is frozen, it actually loses its nutritional value. And I know that might sound controversial, but frozen food does not contain nearly as many nutrients as fresh food. And when food lacks nutrients, it lacks life energy, which is known as prana in Sanskrit. And so when we eat food that has little to no nutritious value, I'm going to say it, but it's kind of like eating dead food. And when we eat food with little to no nutritious value, our body does not know what to do with it. So it becomes heavy on digestion. Our body will not assimilate the nutrients from it because there weren't many in the meal to begin with. And this can leave us feeling heavy, tired, constipated, bloated, gassy. It can even increase our jet lag due to this buildup of toxin in the body. And not to mention when the food gets heated up, It's in plastic, and so you're getting all these microplastics (laughs) infused into your food as well, and so it's just a recipe for disaster on our stomach. Instead, take the cooked leftovers from your fridge and bring them with you to eat. You can pack them into sandwiches, you can pack veggie wraps, and if packing a full meal isn't feasible or if you have a short flight, then you can pack some really juicy fruits to snack on. These are hydrating, they're filled with fiber. You can also make your own trail mix with some nuts, some dried fruit, some seeds. These are loaded with healthy oils and no added sugar. All of these are significantly better options than what your airport or airline will offer you. And don't get me wrong, I totally understand that packing your own food isn't always ideal, especially if you're a light traveler. So if you just gotta do what you gotta do to get to your destination and you're like, Jules, I'm not packing a full meal, then you can at the very least bring some herbal digestive teas to help your body and mind flow a bit smoother. So this brings me to tip number three. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. This might sound like another no-brainer, but we all know that Ayurveda loves using spices to aid digestion, so this isn't just about drinking water. I'm about to elevate your hydration with a few tips. So save the planet, pack your own reusable water bottle, mug, thermos, whatever you like to use, and we're going to elevate your water experience by using some spices to help the body with digestion and absorption, which can get hindered during the traveling process. One easy and free way to do this is to take your thermos to a coffee shop in your terminal, ask for some hot water, and then sprinkle some cinnamon into your water. Cinnamon has very warming and grounding properties, which means that it helps to stimulate our digestive fire and it also helps to counterbalance the cold and dry energy of vata dosha. Another warm water infusion that I love is to bring a small spice mix of some cardamom and nutmeg with you in your carry on. You can have this to sprinkle into warm water, you can add it to tea. My personal favorite way is to add it into some steamed milk and make a very nourishing self-care latte. Nutmeg is a phenomenal spice for insomnia, jet lag. It's also very grounding, and it also serves as a digestive aid. And since vata is this energy of movement and spaciness, nutmeg, cardamom, cinnamon, these are all very grounding spices to help counterbalance vata. And if you're on a plane, then you can always ask the flight attendant for some warm water as well. One more easy hydration hack is to pack some fresh slices of ginger. This is super easy to keep in a Ziploc bag, in your backpack, in your carry-on. You can throw it into some warm water and make a ginger tea. You can add it to any other tea, really. And if you really just want to keep things simple, you can go buy a pre-packed mix of herbal tea and just keep those tea bags with you when you travel. And even that will go a very long way. We want to definitely avoid ice cold beverages during traveling because anything cold will further disrupt vata dosha and cold beverages in general dampen our digestive fire. And so since our digestion is already at risk of being hindered during the traveling process, we really want to work on not disrupting it further with cold beverages. Moving on to tip number four, oil up. One of Vata's qualities is that it's dry. And traveling is also a very drying experience. The air in the airport is brutal and the airplane contains absolutely zero moisture. So while hydrating with water and spices is important, it's also really important that we externally hydrate with some oils. Sesame oil is the holy grail oil of Ayurveda. And that's because sesame oil is very heavy and warming. And so these qualities perfectly counterbalance the cold, light, and dry energy of vata. It's super easy to bring some in a small travel-friendly container. And you can apply and massage some oil on the soles of your feet. You can put on some warm socks. You can give yourself a nice hand massage. And I know this might sound really simple, but this massage technique is known as a bhyanga in Ayurveda, and it really goes a long way. It's actually one of the first rituals that we recommend to ground and balance vata dosha. And if you're someone that struggles with really dry nasal passageways, you can even put some of this oil on the tips of your finger or on a Q-tip, and then gently apply the oil on the inside of your nose. You can do all of this before you leave for the airport, or you could do it during your layover if you can find a private space to do so. And then when you land at your destination, definitely just take some time to apply this oil to your body. You want to give yourself a nice, gentle massage before you shower. You can do it from the head down. You can do it from the neck down if you don't want to get it in your hair. And you want to massage your body in long downward strokes on your limbs. And circular motions around your joints. This will help ground the mind. It will provide really warm nourishment to the skin, especially after all of that movement and dryness that comes with traveling. This is one of my favorite rituals to do, and like I said, it's often the simple routines that really deliver the best results. Circling back to our food, if you eat at the airport or on the airplane then definitely don't be shy when it comes to putting olive oil on that side salad that they serve or even butter on your bread. The oils that you add to your food also work to counterbalance the dryness because we can experience dryness externally and we can also experience dryness internally. And lastly, tip number five, meditate. What better place in time than on a flight with no Wi-Fi to get in some reflection and meditation to help calm vata and the nervous system. You can add some guided meditations to a playlist and download it before your flight so that you can access it offline. You can get some noise-canceling headphones. I found some for like under 50 bucks on Amazon and probably my best travel investment because AirPods don't block out anything. Unnecessary noise from the airplane, crying baby sounds. But whatever you got to do, truly just try to take some time to center yourself. Traveling can be a very inspiring process. And it can be really easy to let our imagination run when we are headed to a new place. We're excited to experience something new and different. And this is the energy of vata in its prime. It's our imagination. And that's beautiful. But when there is just so much movement happening that naturally comes with traveling, it's really important that we check in with ourselves and remind ourselves to stay grounded and stay present. Maintaining some of these conscious practices during your travel will really make all the difference and will leave you feeling centered and at peace. And this in turn will really help ease the effects of jet lag, tiredness, and any disturbed digestion. If you are a very anxious traveler or you do a lot of traveling for work and you feel like you need some more personalized recommendations, there are some really great routines and herbal supplements that can help on a deeper level to provide relief. I don't like giving herbal recommendations on the podcast because Ayurveda is very personalized and what could be one man's medicine could be another man's poison. So if you're interested, you can schedule a consultation with me or I can refer you to another Ayurvedic practitioner. So those are my five tips to balancing vata dosha during your travels. Prioritizing rest before your trip, eating as many wholesome foods as you can and not relying on the airport or the airline food, making sure you stay hydrated with water and spice infusions, keeping your body hydrated externally with oil massage, and centering yourself through meditation. Be sure to share this episode with your travel BFF and definitely take advantage of some of these for your next trip. Feel free to reach out and connect with me on what really resonated for you, or if you have any questions, I always love hearing from you guys. Next week on the podcast, we are going to kick off some conversations regarding Ayurveda's perspective on the mind. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I thought this would be great to start opening up that conversation since mind care is life care and is such a huge part of our overall well being. Thank you all so much for being here and for tuning in. Until next time, I will talk to you next Tuesday.